You're listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Maria Lauren, small business owner and creative entrepreneur. Each week, we'll discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to creatively pursue your dream job by crafting it yourself. Thank you for tuning in to episode 83. If email and e-commerce are not your specialties, today's guest is here to help. Jessica not only shares some valuable tips for email marketing, but she also has an amazing story of how she got into running her own e-commerce business. Hi, Jessica. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Maria. So I was just on your site and I love your bold approach to e-commerce. Could you give us some background on your journey and what led you to e-commerce badassery? For sure. So my journey actually started many, many years ago as a little girl who used to sleep in her new shoes. And, and so it was really, you know, no surprise when I ended up going down the fashion retail path as an adult. And so I've been in retail for 20 plus years, which is crazy to say I've done anything for that long. And I used to own my own brick and mortar boutique back in New York before I moved to California. And when I moved here, I started doing marketing in a retail company that had at the time, I think we were 13 store locations, and then we eventually grew to 30 something. And it was really, it was a little bit of a different path because I had spent so much time in retail specifically, like in stores and, you know, managing operations and all of that. And I really wanted to get into the marketing side of it. And a lot of what I did, I just kind of taught myself and learned along the way. Because when I was in school, like social media wasn't even a thing, then you, you weren't learning digital marketing. And at that company, when we took our e commerce operation back in house, I actually moved over to the e commerce division. And I was the only employee for the first three years of that business. And because we were already an established brand, we were immediately doing seven figures. And so doing everything, like everything from the buying to uploading the product to all the marketing and the emails, everything, overseeing the development team, it was a crazy time. It was a lot of work. I cried a lot, but I learned so much along the way. And, you know, I knew stuff before in some other positions that I had held, but that job really taught me a ton more. And after that, I think it was about two years in, we really started investing in the business and started working with some consultants. And that really fast tracked our success and my education in the space. And what ended up happening is, you know, I loved what I did. I loved the day to day of my job, but I didn't really love who I did it for. And working with so many consultants, while I'm so grateful for that experience, and we worked with some really great ones, we worked with some not so great ones. And so when I started my business, I really knew that I wanted to do it differently. And what I found is, you know, these consultants were sometimes looking for the fast, easy way for them and not really thinking about me and how was I going to manage this later as the only person, right? As the only employee. And it was as if they wanted me to be dependent on them. 
So when I started my business, which happened by accident, and I can tell you that story if you want, but I really knew that whoever I worked with, I wanted to teach them the why and the how behind everything we did together so that they could continue to manage it and grow long after our time together. And that's really where how I ended up here. But for those people who remember when Shopify and MailChimp broke up and a lot of entrepreneurs didn't know what to do, right, with their email marketing. And so I just started talking to them about Klaviyo that I had been using for about a year at that time and talking about my experience with it and how much more robust it was. And, you know, I saw an immediate increase in revenue and conversion when I started using the platform. And they started reaching out to me in messages saying like, hey, I just switched to Klaviyo and I'm super overwhelmed with the technology or my emails are going into the junk box or... I have these really big ideas of what I want my email to look like, but I don't know how to do it in this platform. And so I started working with them and it was really just kind of on a whim. I was like, sure, I can probably help them. Let me see what happens. And then it just sort of snowballed from there and has turned into what is now e-commerce badassery. Oh, I love that. So is that uh, like a partnership that you have with them? No, honestly, I just have been had been using the platform and really fell in love with it. And that is, you know, the first thing that I recommend to my clients, either, you know, if they're just getting started, or if they're on a platform that they don't really love, or I just help them kind of optimize it, because maybe they're already on there, but are not using it to its full potential. So Clavio, if you're listening, you know, I'm open for partnerships. I (laughs) am, I am part of their partnership program. So I do get some additional training on the platform and things like that, that they offer their partners. Got it. Oh, that's so nice. I love the idea of having somebody that's really well versed in a platform like that, because I've tried several out there and it always feels overwhelming to understand the background part of it. And especially when you're trying to focus on your business or maybe producing something creatively, it's hard to also then switch into techie mode and figure out how to, like you were saying, email people or how to have things respond properly. So that's awesome that you're out there. Yeah. Encouraging people like that. When you were running your seven figure or the seven figure e-commerce business, what was the most valuable thing that you learned from that experience? So it's really for us, SEO was a really big part of what we did because the product that we sold was not eligible to run social media ads and because we were restricted from that. So what we really had was SEO and email marketing. And so I've worked with some super high level SEO consultants And here's the thing, like, I remember years, years, years ago, when I had a fashion blog, because that's what I thought I was going to do. I I was a stylist in a past life. And so I was going to have this online business where I styled people. And then I realized that wasn't actually what I wanted to do that took the joy out of it for me. But I did have a blog. And I remember getting one of my posts was on the first page of Google. And it was how to wear wedge sneakers because it was like when they had first come out it was such a huge thing (laughs) and you know that was so many years ago and seo has changed and the competition has changed but the concept has not 
So what I see working with a lot of small business entrepreneurs is they think that SEO is this like big, scary thing that they shouldn't even bother doing because, you know, they can't compete with the big guys. And that's just not true. And there are so many people in this space, big companies too, who aren't even doing it at all. So if you're part of the 1% that actually puts the effort in, you can see really great results from that. Got it. Well, sometimes it feels like the problem is, you know, if you're out there and you you have a product and you're promoting it, maybe you give up too quickly because it takes so it takes a certain amount of time or a certain amount of posts for things to build up and for SEO to recognize or for Google to recognize that that's your niche. So I think sometimes people are like, I'm going to try something different because this one's not working. So I wonder how much of that has to do with just not being in it for the long run. Oh, 100%. The thing about SEO is you're usually looking at a minimum of six months. Now, if you've been in business for a long time and your URL already has a few years under its belt, then you can see results faster, say in three months. So I had a client that I worked with and she had had her website for five years. So when we implemented that SEO, we started to see the traffic increase very quickly. When you are just starting out, it's going to take longer. And so people, you know, when you don't have that tangible, immediate monetary ROI, it's really hard for an entrepreneur, especially if you're going solo or you're starting it as a side business to wrap your head around making that time and energy investment and I get it, but it's going to serve you in the long term. And if you do it now, right, then you'll see those results in six months. If you wait a year until say you're already making money, well, now you're going to have to continue to wait. So if you have the time, it makes sense to just do it now and to, to understand those concepts so that you don't have to go back and fix things later when you learn them. Yes. I've never really heard of a time frame put out there. So it's good to know that at minimum, you're, you could be looking at six months of consistency before mm-hmm. you see yeah, a little bit of a, an, you know people turning to your products. So that's great to know that. Sometimes as a business owner, just one month feels like an eternity if you don't have sales. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Definitely. The one aspect that seems to be the most overwhelming as a small business owner is that you have to wear different hats. How do you suggest that they manage their time when it comes to each area that they need to fill? And most importantly, how do you decide what to outsource? Right. So in terms of where you should actually focus your time, it's going to depend a little bit on where you're at in your business. So the earlier you are in your business, the more time you need to spend driving traffic to your website. And this is the thing that I think most people miss, right? And they want to kind of hide behind, oh, it's the design of my site, or it's I'm not segmenting my email list enough. Honestly, girl, you just need to show up. You just need to be on social media every single day, talking about your product, connecting with people. That's what is going to get you moving in the right direction. If you have, you know, 2000 people on your email list, you really don't need to segment that much. And to have an email marketer tell you that 
that means it's really true. You don't. And you're just going to waste a lot of time spinning your wheels there. And the same thing with the design of your website. It matters. It definitely matters. But if you're not driving traffic, no one's going to see it. So then the design doesn't matter. So that would be the, the first thing I would say. And then when it comes to outsourcing, outsource what you are not good at And what you don't enjoy is the first thing because there is someone else that can do it better and faster than you. So you can focus on doing only the things that you can do, which is showing up and representing your brand and product on social media. Yeah, that's brilliant. You know, how many times do you sit there and try and figure out something like coding or trying to get just that right button on your website when somebody else can just do it very quickly? And honestly, with platforms like Fiverr and Upwork, it just seems like you can have somebody work on certain technical things that you might not be well versed at. So that's a a really great point. So I would love to learn more about the email service. What makes this service different than other email marketing programs? So the thing that I love about Klaviyo and why I am such a big proponent of it is it is built specifically for e-commerce. That was its only intention versus all of these other platforms like a MailChimp or an active campaign or even a MailerLite, which I also love and actually use in my business, is they're an email platform that adds on e-commerce functionality. And it's always more limited and it's never as robust. And it's just there, you know, it's like a second thought, like, oh, yeah, let's just throw this on so we can catch this new group of people to buy our service. Whereas Clavio, everything that they do, every feature that they build is all about selling product on an e-commerce website. That's my number one thing of why I love it. And because it is so robust, and it's something that you can get started on in the beginning, and it's going to grow with you. So maybe you're not using every functionality from day one, but as you grow and get more sophisticated, you can stay on Clavio. You don't have to move to something else later on. Okay. And is it like the typical programs? Is it structured similarly to other programs in terms of pricing? They're a little bit on the higher side if you do you know, some comparison, but you get all the features. So the pricing is strictly based on the number of subscribers you have versus, you know, MailChimp, I know they're always changing their platform and the pricing. So I don't even know what it looks like right now. But I know, you know, yeah, they have a free version, but you barely get any features. And then if you want to be able to do automation, now you have to pay more. And then if you want to get even more sophisticated, there's like a third level or something like that. Whereas Clavio, it's strictly based on your subscribers, you get all the features, all the automation, all the things. That sounds like a really great platform. I love it. I love it. Well, Jessica, as far as working with you, what services do you offer and what is the general price range of your services? For sure. So one of my most popular packages and what I've you know, really started my business on is actually full Clavio setup. So if you are migrating to Clavio, or if you've just gotten on Clavio and haven't really done much 
with it. I go in and I set up all of your automations, which are, you know, they're not cookie cutter. I sort of have a base that I start from, but it's really customized to your business, your product, your customer, what that journey is like. So it's really all the strategy and the execution of it. And then I also teach you how to use the platform so that after our time is done and that project is over, you can feel confident going in and sending your weekly email and optimizing everything that we did because automations are set it and forget it ish, right? You still have to go back and kind of optimize along the way. And that starts at $3,800. And it just depends on your business and what you need. So someone who has a subscription box, for instance, that journey may be much more complicated than someone who just has a one product store. So it just kind of depends. Okay. And something else that I do is if you are already on Clavio and maybe you have a team to implement the work is I go in and do an audit for you. So I'm going to dig into like every nook and cranny of your email marketing setup, your automations, your campaign sending, going to look at all your data and come back to you with some actionable things that you can do to improve your results along with, you know, some additional training on Clavio and features you might not be using. And that is 750. Well, that sounds invaluable. <laughs> you don't know how many times you get started. I mean, it's impossible. You get started on a platform and then it just sits there and you don't really get all the benefits from it. And yet you're paying a monthly service fee. So it makes so much sense to have somebody get you started on the right foot. And more importantly, what you were saying earlier is that you're actually helping people to understand the platform so that they're self-reliant, but still able to have something that looks great, but maybe they didn't have to come up with everything on their own. And I know, you know, it can be scary to invest. I mean, I started e-commerce pedastry. I think it's been about maybe I'm a year and a half in, maybe I'm two years in. It was a side hustle for a while. So it's kind of hard to remember, honestly. And it's scary to make those investments, but every investment that I've made, I get not only a fast return, but a long-term return because it is invaluable skills that I'm learning to keep using. And that's how you know I position those Clavio setups is maybe you're not going to see that monetary return right away. It depends how big your list is and where your business is at. But now you know how to do email marketing for your business and your customer. I'm not sure that taking shortcuts is usually a good thing, but paying for a shortcut is always, it seems to be always beneficial. You always save that time and headache and you get awesome results usually right away. So I agree with you there, especially when it's something that's not up your alley, like you're saying, if it's not your strength, then it would definitely be a good thing to outsource. Right, for sure. And it, you know, and honestly, I don't think it ever gets easier to make those investments. I have conversations with entrepreneurs all the time. Doesn't really matter what level of business you're at. It's still every time you're about to make a level up in your business, it's always scary. But if you're having to make those choices, like if you're having to contemplate it, it sounds like you're probably heading in the right direction. You know, otherwise you probably would not even think about it. So sometimes just having that seed in your mind is probably because you really are ready for some help. Oh, definitely. 
I love yeah. that perception of it for sure. Well, what advice or tips do you have for someone that's looking to pivot into a small e-commerce business? Someone who is just thinking about it is to be sure it's something you really want to do. I think that there is a lot of misinformation on the internet about how easy it is to run an e-com business. You just throw up a website, you send some Facebook ads, throw a bunch of traffic, and like tomorrow you're a millionaire. And that's really just not how this works. <laughs> right. <laughs> it takes a little, yeah, you know, it is presented that way. I feel like it's what people assume is an overnight success, but they don't see all the years that went into it. Yep. And I think that when you're when you're getting those ads, I see the ads all the time on YouTube and Facebook about these gurus who look at all this money I made, but what they're not telling you is how many failed websites did they have before that? Or what was their actual profit? You know, for all you know, they spent like 90% of what they made on the ad and didn't actually make any money at the end of the day. So running a product-based business is hard because not only do you have the e-commerce side of it, but you have the product side of it as well and managing inventory or if it's something that you're making, right? Now you have to manage all your raw materials and you have to get your pricing right. There's just a, really a lot that goes into it. So I don't I know I don't want to be negative Nancy Debbie Downer, but one of the things that, you know, e-commerce badassery as a brand and myself really stand for is really being honest and telling it like it is. And so I'm always sure to put that message out there that this is, it's not an easy path to take. And so you have to really love it, be really passionate about your product and the problem that you solve and why you're doing this. Well, how did you personally take your business from being a side gig to your profession or a full-time job? Yeah, I hustled in the beginning. I am not a proponent of the forever hustle, but sometimes you really do just have to hustle in the beginning. And that's what I did. I worked a 40 plus hour week at my job and it wasn't like, oh, go to work, you know, clock in, clock out and you're good. I was a very important person. I had been there for seven years. So I had a lot of people vying for my attention all the time. I was a very important cog in the wheel and it was very mentally demanding. And then after that week, it would be nights and weekends doing client work, connecting with people. I worked a lot. Luckily, my husband is also an entrepreneur and so he understood right? And wasn't mad at me for <laughs> working all the time or wearing the same jumpsuit all weekend while I was banging away creating content at my laptop. Um, but I really focused on building amazing relationships with my clients and doing amazing work for them. And it paid off because the majority of my clients came from referral. And that's also why I really focused on the Clavio piece so much. There's so much more I can do with someone in their e-commerce business. And I offer a lot more than just Clavio now, but I really focused on that so I could become known for and referable for something. And that's really how my business grew. And then it sort of got to this place of, I have this vision for my business. I have proven my product in the market and the need for my services. I cannot grow 
anymore while I have this job. And what ended up happening was, you know, my husband and I have been planning for this kind of tucking our pennies away, saving up to have that financial cushion, because we're very conservative, because we're old. And, <laughs> you know, we've got, we've got things. Old. Yeah, we live in Southern California, we want to be able to buy something someday. So you know, we're really, we're very specific about what we do in that planning. But a very good friend of mine, She recently just lost her husband in his early 40s to a brain tumor. And it was in that moment that I was texting with her because she doesn't live in California anymore, where she told me and I just thought, what am I waiting for? I am just being a scaredy cat is what's happening here. This is why I haven't gone full time in my business already. And I walked out into the kitchen and I said, babe, I think it's time. And he said, okay. Oh, I love that. Yeah. He was waiting for me to be ready. And he knew that eventually I would just know. And that's what he always said to me. And I used to have this conversation with him all the time and say like, you know that I'm secretly waiting for permission from you to make the leap. Because in my head, it was like, well, if this doesn't work out, then like we're living on your salary. And that puts a lot of pressure on you. So I wanted that permission from him. And he knew I didn't need his permission. I just needed to know inside that I could do it. It sounds like you did so much planning and there was so much thought that went into it. And I think that's the, unfortunately, that's the part that we don't get to see normally. Right. So it's great that you share your story like that because a lot of what it looks like is people are just starting something and going full force. But I love, love, love the idea of having a secure job that you're working at. And it's going to be burning the candle on both ends for a little while. And then once it's comfortable, or once you understand it, or once you're ready, I think you know, it's time to take that leap. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like your story is important because you don't hear the struggle between making that decision and when when is it time. So thanks for sharing that. I think that's great. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, we, we see everyone on the internet and we're just looking at the highlight reel and that's not real life. You know, are there exceptions to that rule? Sure, probably, but very few and far between. And it is the exception. Right, right. Is there anything else that I forgot to ask or that you would like to share that I didn't ask you? So I have a freebie library. I took every freebie I've created. Um, A lot of them are companion pieces to podcast episodes. And then there's just some other tools and worksheets. And I put them all in one place, which you can get at ecommercebadassery.com forward slash free stuff. Awesome. Well, while we're on that topic, can you tell me about your podcast? For sure. So I... It's the e-commerce badassery podcast, and it is focused on actionable steps and strategies. So the idea is you can listen to an episode and then go implement what you learned. And everything is really focused around growing the traffic, sales, and profit, because there's a difference between sales and profit in your e-commerce business. How can we connect with you? You can find me as e-commerce badassery on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, My website is ecommercebadassery.com as well. And then I do have a free Facebook group. So if you just search e-commerce badassery on Facebook, you'll find me there. 
and we talk all about growing the traffic sales and profit in your e-commerce store there. It's a great group of other entrepreneurs really supportive of one another. Oh, great. I'll have to look for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, come join us. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jessica. I look forward to more conversations with you. It was great chatting with you, Maria. Thank you so much for having me. Well, there you have it, my friend. Another incredible CEO sharing her strategies in all things e-commerce. I've heard plenty of people tell me that they don't like their current nine to five, but honestly, you don't have to like it. I love that Jessica took the time she had at her past job and learned as much as possible from the experts. When it was time to create her own business, she was already ahead of the game. Don't let your current situation keep you from learning and developing. It's also completely okay and definitely recommended that you start your side hustle while you're still at your 9 to 5. This way you're not putting all of the pressure on your new project to be a massive money maker straight away. Be sure to visit the show notes to connect with Jessica. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Handmade CEO podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes to get a glimpse of today's featured guest and special offers. If you love the show, leave a review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for tuning in. Now it's your turn to start handcrafting your dream job. 